0: America, sweet America. You know, God done shed his grace on thee. He... Welcome back, fellow podcasters. It's time for another episode of Jeff Fry, an American conservative. We've just recently passed the 12-month benchmark of Biden having been placed into office. And I thought I would uh, take a few minutes this week to talk about the promises that he has broken. And then also uh, on the latter half, talk about some of his uh, more notable botchings of our governing of our country during his uh, short tenure in office. I might also want to point out, and I suppose maybe we have to stop doing this benchmarking with the previous President Trump, but President Trump in his first 12 months was accoladed for all the promises that he indeed kept that he made on his campaign tour. Not such the case here with Biden. In fact, it's it's not like Biden came out while he was campaigning, and even that terminology is kind of loose. Uh, he didn't come out with a, a laundry list of, of, of campaign promises. He had to kind of draw them out because, as you remember, he really didn't campaign much. And when he did, uh, it, was, it was to a parking lot, one-third of uh, which were full of vehicles that were honking horns. Nonetheless, we were able to grab some of them here. Let's, let's start when he was on that uh, campaign trail at the end of October when he said that he was going to shut down the virus, but not the economy. You remember, he was pretty critical of Trump by the way he was handling it. And he said that he wouldn't have done it that way. In fact, he said that he didn't think Trump should stay as president, having as many people that had died due to COVID as as under his watch. And of course, in retrospect, And I know we can all say that vaccines and all that, they all change a little bit, but more people have died under Biden, and somehow we don't ever talk about that giving up the presidency thing anymore. And it wasn't too much longer after that that he went on record saying that he didn't think that vaccine mandates would ever become mandatory. My, wasn't that a change of... uh, once he got into office. And don't forget, it took less than a year for him to try to propose a, an employer vaccine mandate, which was later found unconstitutional, and, and we'll get into that a little bit later. And do you remember the one when he talked about no new taxes, at least for Americans, making $400,000 or less per year, which, by the way, was further clarified later into meaning 400000 per person per year. Now, I know that we've been fortunate that so far that Build Back Better thing, that 2 or $5 trillion boondoggle that they're trying to pass, but clearly in that, it is showing that there will be higher taxes for virtually every American tax-paying citizen. Now, don't forget, in April of 21, our president said that he was not going to conduct a hasty rush in the exit out of Afghanistan. He said, we'll do it responsibly, deliberately, and safely. I don't think there's any of us out there who didn't see how that uh, statement kind of fell to the wind here. But it's okay, because then in August, the president again went on record... And he said, we're going to stay there until we get all Americans out of Afghanistan. Of course, at the time of this sitting here, we still have well over 100 Americans that are still over there, and God knows how many thousands of patriots over there that were helping us during that time period, which we've also left over there to be slaughtered by the Afghanistan people. Now, during his nomination acceptance speech he said and I quote if you entrust me with the presidency I will draw on the best of us not the worst I will be an ally of the light not the darkness it is time for us for we the people to come together and make no mistake united we can and will overcome this season of darkness in America well, here it is one year later, and I think that we all have consensus that he indeed brought the country together. Unfortunately, they, he brought the country together against him because at the time of this reading, his approval rating is like 38%. He clearly has had no interest in trying to work with the Republicans on negotiating any of the things that he wanted to get accomplished. Oh, he said he was willing to work with Republicans as long as they were willing to go along with his plans instead of going in there and negotiating. So therefore, everything that has been passed so far, except for that one little infrastructure bill, has been totally Democrat vote only, Republican vote only. And of course, at this juncture, the Democrats have that slight margin and they've been able to get a couple of things passed. And so far, he can't even get the Build Back Better plan off the ground because he can't get everybody in the Democrat Party to try to mortgage the farm with these left-wing progressive ideas out there. And don't forget, when he was at that Munich Security Conference, which was done uh, in February of 21, and it was on a virtual basis where he said, America is back, and he said the transatlantic alliance is back. Remember that time period when he was campaigning? He said that Donald Trump had messed up the transatlantic relationship with Europe, and and but him coming in back into town, he was going to get this all these leaders back together and get countries like Germany and France that we were all going to be on the same page and buddy buddies. And that lasted about until he withdraws suddenly our troops from Afghanistan. In fact, the uh, truth be known, the uh, United Kingdom's parliament actually held Biden in contempt for that. And don't forget when he embarrassed France with the submarine deal that took place with Australia back then. Did you guys forget about that? (laughs) Boneheads, I swear. Now, one of the ones that are actually uh, still working this way through is, is back in August of 20, when uh, Biden went on record and said he made it clear, made it clear now to the Kremlin that it had to end its aggression towards the occupation of Ukraine. That seems to be working out real well too, doesn't it? With, his, with Putin's 130,000 troops amassed on the borders but it's okay. In fact, to this day, he still says he promises to hold Russia accountable and that he, Biden, would command the respect of Putin. There is no respect going on, guys. One of the things I'm sure you probably didn't look at was on the Biden-Harris campaign website, because I don't think any of us probably would have even looked at that. But in it, The Biden-Harris team said they were going to end the opioid crisis. Well, let me tell you what. I'm not sure where they ended it. Maybe they ended the flow from China being the largest pathway of fentanyl to our country. Because now that we have those open borders, Mexico infiltrates us with fentanyl, now actually exceeds the amount of fentanyl that we get from China. So I don't know. Is that considering maybe he kept his promise? He didn't reduce it. In fact, if anything, it's it, it's probably about fivefold what it was just a little over a year ago. And in November of 2020, Biden insisted that he would not use the Justice Department as a vehicle to bully or to make things happen. So I suppose. When the Department of Justice went in to investigate George's election integrity law, that wasn't like really using overreach. Or what about when the FBI was used to target parents who spoke up at the school board meetings in Virginia? Was, you think maybe that was like weaponizing the Department of Justice? This Merrick Garland, by the way, they had him on a uh, Senate committee uh, conference. What a weak, fragile man. Thank heavens we didn't have him as a Supreme Court justice. And now let's just take a look down memory lane of some of the things that have happened, and I'm going to do this chronologically, some of the things that were accomplished under Biden's regime. And I might want to point out that they're not necessarily what I consider to be good things. Use your judgment. During the month of January, when Biden first came in, he actually executed 17 executive orders, which was more than what was done by Donald Trump, Barack Obama, George Bush, and Bill Clinton combined. And part of those executive orders was that the schools were required to ignore biological differences between male and female people. And it didn't matter whether whether it was in the educational process or sports. But if they wanted to continue to get uh, federal funding, they had to ignore the differences. We also had the reinstatement of federal funding for abortions around the world. And of course, remember the cancellation of the Keystone XL pipeline. Without question, Biden was paying off all of his underground supporters Big tech, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, as quickly as possible to get as much radical stuff done as could be. When we moved into February, Biden, using the uh, CDC, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, in making very strict guidelines that would actually keep most schools closed. You'd have thought maybe we'd have learned from the year before that that remote learning was actually hurting children. In fact, we're still arguing with that today, I tell you. And he's still sticking with the fact that maybe we should continue to have masking going on, even though there's no science pointing to that. In March, our president tried to develop what was uh, then called a vaccine passport. Remember that? We were all, in order to travel, we were going to have to have be able to prove and make part of our passport that we had been vaccinated. As we moved into April, we had something that uh, was called the American Families Plan. And, and you got once again, you got to hand it to these Democrats. Everything sounds really good. American Families Plan, $1.8 trillion, and yet less than 10% of it went to fully schooling preschool students, and uh, it included two years of Community college. Most of it, however, was actually earmarked for what we are now coining is called social engineering things. When we got into June, a benchmark of over 1 million illegal immigrant apprehensions had taken place so far this year, which made it the largest of all time. So much so especially in the month of June, that Texas declared a state of emergency. Most of this was done as a result of Biden, under his first uh, 17 executive orders, reversed the stay in Mexico or remain in Mexico policy. In July, we had Jennifer uh, Psaki talking about how the administration was working with big tech to silence dissent out there that was misinformation there's the efforts and it's still there to try to keep what the administration deems as misinformation and get it off of social media and when we went into august that's when we had that uh, afghanistan withdrawal bungled afghanistan withdrawal i might add where god knows we gave up this billion-dollar, two-billion-dollar Bagram's Air Force Base, moved it to a commercial base because they said it was closer to the embassy, even though they evacuated all the personnel out of the embassy, the U.S. embassy. And who can forget the, the chaotic scene, we, the, the explosion that took place? It's no wonder it was a tinderbox over there. But the media... Have you heard anything about it lately? You won't. You won't. You won't hear about the hundreds of Americans that are still over there. And you certainly aren't hearing about the heroic efforts of some of these groups that are going over there to get some of these people out. They're not getting any government assistance, however. And who could forget in September, when we saw these pictures of the, the border patrol people on horseback, Right? The uh, whipping, whipping and and, and trouncing these poor illegal immigrants coming into our country. Only to find out that actually there was no whipping involved and no one had been trounced. And I think if maybe if you saw on the back of some of these uh, Main Street media um, articles, you would have to look in the back pages though where they had to retract some of it saying that maybe it had been overemphasized and not entirely accurate. Now it was in October when Department of Justice, the FBI, apparently as a result of a letter request from the National Scoreboard Association asked the FBI to get involved with these domestic terrorist parents that were coming to these meetings of being disruptive and, f- and these board members were fearing for their lives because they're continuing to try to put this critical race theory crap and hate into our school systems. And parents, by having that remote learning the year before, started seeing these things taking place uh, with the studies, and now they're showing up at these meetings and voicing their opinions. And there's no doubt, they're hot. But domestic terrorists and the need for FBI, although Merrick Garland went on... On the television, he said, they are not doing that. They are not doing that. Please. As we got into November, this is, is when Biden tried to go through the, the OSHA, the Occupational Safety Health Administration, to get mandated vaccination for all employer groups of 100 or more. And they had to comply by January the 4th or there would be severe violation monetary uh, penalties. Now, the administration knew this was never going to hold up, that it was totally unconstitutional. But they also know the system. So by the time it took for the Supreme Court to strike this down, which was roughly January the year following, they had bullied a lot of these 100-plus employer groups to make difficult decisions, force the mandates in anticipation, only to have it later struck down. We still have the uh, vaccination mandate for people that the government can control, which is their government employees. And so far, they're able to strongly recommend to government contractors, which is a lot of people, to make sure their people are vaccinated as well. And how about how they saved Christmas for us this year. Well, that's what they said at the end. But in reality, we had these pictures coming in from the West Coast of of these container ships just sitting out there. I, I mean, there were hundreds of them. Couldn't unload. And they couldn't unload not because they didn't want to, but because we have strict requirements in California, a lot of which were the truckers who had to be vaccinated, and they weren't. So they couldn't unload and we had backup backlog supply chain they called it and they tried to spin it by the way they tried to spin it by saying hey biden had brought this economy back so successfully that people were buying so many things that that's what was creating this backup not the fact that we couldn't literally get people to go to the ships to unload these containers and just as a special note i i I thought it was kind of humorous that at the end they were talking about how after the christmas holiday was over about how how much better more things that people bought the it was up 15 percent over the year before so obviously a very successful season but they failed to tell you that from november through january we had the largest inflation factor that we've had in 20 years maybe, 30, 40, I don't know, a long time. That made up an awful lot of it. So so it's not necessarily that we all bought a heck of a lot more for Christmas this year. But we did know that it cost a heck of a lot more to buy it. So were the sales actually up or are we just buying more? I think that's uh, more more realistic, so... In any event, that's kind of a recap of what we've seen over the last 12 months of this ill-fated bungling of a uh, administration that we have out there. Thank you for sticking with me. We've now uh, had an excess of 60,000 listeners since we've uh, first started this. This is my uh, 47th podcast, and I and I thank you. We owe, we owe it to you all out there to stick with me. I'd like to try to keep. As conservative as an approach I can, it doesn't have to necessarily be a Republican or Democrat thing. I'd like to think that, as I tout on my site, it's the voice of reason, the conservative voice of reason. And, uh, hey, try to be out there, trying to fight the fights. I'll talk to you later. Thanks again for listening in. I am Jeff Fry, an American conservative. I'll be back next week with more to talk about. In the meantime, keep us, U.S., the United States, in mind. Thank you.